Hello, good people, and welcome to my podcast, If Has Power. And for those of you that may want to see it, I have this uh, information that's going to be on the YouTube video as well. This is episode number 29. I mean, God has brought us from a long, long ways. Now, what we're going to be talking about is a very sensitive subject that is going on all over the world and is something that um, a lot of people may not want to talk about, may not understand, but we're going to have a guest that's going to basically tell her story in her own way about her challenges. And um, just get ready just to hear. And um, basically, it's going to be something that is going to help you to overcome some of the challenges that maybe you know somebody that's dealing with it or you may be dealing with it. So get ready to hear our guests. Thanks. Hello, good people, and welcome to my podcast, If Has Power. Now, you know what? I'm always going to try to bring you um, some information about people's lives that have um, overcame different challenges. And so we have a good, wonderful, and timely subject today. Let me ask you this question, okay? And before I get started, I want you, you all to know that this is going to be here on the YouTube channel. And also I have my, um, um, just my regular um, podcast. So depending on what you need, how you want to hear this, it will be on the podcast and it will be here on the YouTube channel. And I just want you just to invite others because people are gonna need this. Let me ask you this question. Did you realize that here in the United States, people who have had at least one major depressive episode is 21 million. That's just in the United States. Now that's not talking about the whole world but in the United States. And also, did you realize that there's other resources out there besides medication? Because um, in, in addition to medication, we don't want to take nobody off medication, mm -hmm. but we want you to know that there is other resources out there that can help you or a family member deal with this very, very important. And I mean, I mean this challenge here is worldwide and a lot of people just don't know. So I don't wanna go any further, but I have a special young lady. Her name is Melissa Leggett and she is going to come in her own way as the Lord leads her because you know, this is faith-based, okay? We, we do things on the base and foundation of Jesus Christ so that we can help yeah. hurting people. But she's gonna come in her own way to tell you a little bit about her journey. Not everything, because you know she got some things in the work for later on. And so we wanna just be able to tell you a few things. So let's get ready to welcome her. Melissa. Hi, how welcome, are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here, Cheryl. This is thank wonderful. You. Thank you, thank you. That beautiful smile, that beautiful smile. <laughs> you know what's so wonderful is that smile in the midst of, and I don't want to say no more, but you know what? 
tell us a little bit about yourself. And, you know, this whole thing is about a person who has a mess, a message, mm. a test, a testimony. So guess what? We want you to share yours with us. Mm. I have all of those. Yes, I've been on a journey. Um, my husband and I have been married for um, 38 years. Todd is my husband, and um, it's been a journey. I'm writing a book, um, uh, Bipolar, Our Life's Journey. Mm. And um, I've been um, living behind the mask for 34 years. Um, I was diagnosed when I was 21. We have two beautiful boys, uh, Nicholas and Zachary. They're 25 and 22. Amen. And um, they uh, did not know until January of this year that I was bipolar. Um, I did not, um, because of the stigma of bipolar, I just, um, Todd is the only one, my husband, that knows the true story. He's the one that protected me from the judgment and the um, just the stigma of being um, crazy. When I was diagnosed at 21, it was a rough road. Back then, it was like a nervous breakdown, and I was um, institutionalized for two weeks, and we didn't know what bipolar was back then. And right. um, in my book, it's going to go over, like, what, what happened, and I was... I spent like $15,000 in like three days because I was just like, we were, we got involved with Amway and uh, I just believed that we were going to be independently wealthy. But anyway, um, we built a beautiful home in the Pocono area in Pennsylvania and we lived there for 25 years. And um, in 2020, we sold that home and we sold our home in upstate New York and we bought a motor home. And um, we traveled for seven months um, across the United States, Todd and myself. And um, Zachary, the youngest, is in uh, college. He plays college football at Westchester University. Wow. And Nicholas has a great job uh, with a good company and has his own entrepreneurial business um, and has a beautiful wife, Julia. So we're just so proud of our children. And um, when I was a young mother, I just had the fear that, you know, they were going to take, because it's, it's genetic, the bipolar. Mm -hmm. And um, Todd actually quit his job in 2003, making over 100000 a year because I couldn't handle raising the boys by myself. Um, I didn't have the fear of sharing depression with people, right. but the bipolar, because I did Bible studies and helped other people my whole life um, with the depression, like uh, the battlefield of the mind with Joyce Meyer oh, that's and breaking that's good. That's and good. breaking free with Beth Moore. Mm. Um, I would have those in my house every week uh, with women from the church and around the community and uh, depression was, but I still had this mask on, you know, I had very low self-esteem from being bullied because I'm six feet tall. And back in the day in the, in the eighties, you know, that was not, it's not like today, you know, it just isn't. And wow. Um, wow. Wow. so I just, yeah, I just, but, but I live behind the mask. While you're exhaling here for a second, I, I want to tell you something. Um, first of all, when you started off, I just got to tell you this. You said that one of your sons is just finding out now in January this year. Both of them, both of them. Okay. Do you know, just hearing that, for you, how you had to be that mother and that wife 
and trying to keep all this on the inside of you, not knowing how to really deal with it. I'm sure you, you know, um, you may have had support groups or, you know, all, all that. And you may, you explain that in your book and everything. But the thing is though, what a mother or parent will not will not do for their child. You will do Amen. anything to keep something that is normal for them, you know, their life to be normal, even though you was going through hell, you know? Amen. And Amen. And, and and one thing about it too, I want to say this. You said that you um, you know, after y'all had went, um, you know, um, you had got a trip, you know, um, um, a, a motor home. Yeah, motor home <laughs> and everything like that. You know, it makes me think about um, when you go through things in life, you learn how to hold loosely and you don't care about those material things. No, See? but it was a uh, God. Um, Todd was always my rock. And in 2017, he fell and got a concussion and PTSD. And so he couldn't um, handle um, he wasn't as patient with me after that point. So then when the pandemic hit and we sold our two homes, I went into a depression. I'm on medication and I'll be on medication the rest of my life. And I'm fine with that. You know, I've been stable for many, many years, you know. So, um, so anyway, um, I got in this group, Hope for Depression, through this church mm -hmm. and every... And the first message of the week, it was by Zoom because the pandemic was going on. Yeah. And they talked about unforgiveness, forgiveness, and not forgiving people. Mm. And how unforgiveness is the root of a lot of depression because you. I couldn't hear you. Your, your mic, your mic, I couldn't hear you. I can't hear you. Did you mute yourself? I can't hear. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay, okay, go ahead. Say that you you're saying what now about people have wronged us so many so much over the years that I had such bitterness towards family members that like with his parents passing away and us not getting what was rightfully ours and him him working for a church and you know the hypocrisy there you know there was a lot of things that you know I was questioning God like why but God brought us through um, yes. even though life was hard mm -hmm. um, we've had a blessed life and that will be shared in the book how God has yes. blessed us even though it was a hard it was a hard life and God you know with any marriage you know the um, percentage of marriages with one person being bipolar is 90% is the divorce rate of um, bipolar marriages is where one person. So I know we're a high statistic that we've been married 38 years and we are still together and we love each other and we're best friends. And another thing is being empty nesters, uh -huh. you know, so, um, but I made a choice in January, okay. you know, I was, laying in bed and Todd and I are very isolated here in upstate New York. And I thought to myself, you know, I can lay in bed and not do anything with my life and just die like this. But or I can choose to break free from the stigma of bipolar 
and start sharing my story and helping other people that are hurting. Because I'm not the only one in this world that doesn't want to get out of bed in the morning. Right. Hey, people that don't have depression, there's a lot of times they don't. And there's also, I want to say this too, um, you know, just thinking about, um, and we're not talking about this subject, but just a lot of people don't realize military, um, military families, the marriages in military, people don't, they don't understand that what people go through, couples go through when one has been in wartime and PTSD and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important that people realize they don't know what nobody is going through or who has been through something, you know, and you made a decision, but you took action. Amen. Action, Melissa. And that's wonderful. Amen. And I believe that um, God, so I've been praying since June of 2020 for God to show me what my purpose was. Okay. And I've been seeking God. And um, the director of Hope for Depression said to me, Melissa, you seek God and get into his word and make that your purpose to know God. And he will show you what your purpose is. And through that, you will, you will live out your destiny. Well, let me just and say that's, this. Well, let me say this too. Just on that part. When you see God, Matthew 6 and 33, that is my foundation for life. Most people mm-hmm. don't know me. I just, that, that is it. When you seek him, I mean, really seek him, he will give you everything else that you need. I mean, he will provide it for you. But the thing is, there's so many distractions out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. He was a, he trusted you and your husband and your family with this trouble. And mm-hmm. the thing is, when that time comes, Melissa, no matter what we've been through in life, let me tell you something. All of us are going to be on the same level, no matter what, mm-hmm. how much money you have made, how much money you have not made, no matter what has happened in your life. It seems like in some houses it rains more than others. Mm. But let me tell you something. Every knee is going to bow before the king one day. So what you're doing now, you are sowing seeds into the kingdom. And you think Mm. you've been through something before. But I'm going to tell you something. For all that you've been through, he's got double for your trouble. And in your case, I think triple. (laughs) Amen. And I've I've been... um... I've been doing groups with the hope for depression. Like we text inspirational stuff every day to each other and we've been encouraging each other. And I keep telling them, you know, the treasure, the scripture where treasures in the darkness, just believe that God is going to use you in a powerful way. And I listened to um, Andrew Warmack. He has a very uh, great series on um, God's will for your life, um, following God's will and fulfilling God's will for your life. Mm -hmm. And he said, there's people that I'll encounter in my life, but there's people that you will touch their lives that I'll never have the opportunity to touch. And those are the people that you need to, you know, even if it's just one person. That's even if it's just one person, you know, that's right. It's worth it. Let me ask you this too. I'm going to say this is a couple of questions I do want to ask you. Um, for the, you know, on for the sake of our listeners, um, what what do you feel that basically? Um, um, how did this make you better and not bitter? Because you could have gotten um, out of all this. Yes, um, through God's grace, mm. I have 
decided that I'm going to let God work through me and I'm going to use it for his glory because being bitter just causes depression. Yes. And I've been there and it, it just makes you be in this black hole and you never go anywhere with it. Right. And I've been hiding behind the mask for some, for most of my life. And only Todd knows the hurt that I've lived, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, and it's been a mask because for my children to um, not know right. and um, everybody, like I shared it on Facebook because with life on fire and everything like that. And I worked for at t for 12 years right after I got out of high school. And one of the gentlemen that I worked with at the um, network operations, he said, you know, I would have never thought that Melissa was bipolar. She was the, you know, the not, not that I'm bragging on myself, but I hit it. You know, I just put on this facade that I had no troubles in the world. And that's just what I did because. Melissa, you, because of the, on, you just didn't do it on your own, honey. You, you, you know what? You're right. God. All the time. And I was always seeking God. My whole life I was seeking God, but don't think that I didn't question why me. Yeah. That, you, you're human. Now, let me ask you this here. Um, one thing, um, like, we, like I stated earlier, you know, uh, what research stats and everything about how many people just in the United States who have had at least one major um, depressive episode and everything. What can you say to the family members, you know, like your mm -hmm. husband, you know, that um, may not have the patience that your husband has, but what can you basically just say to them, others that are dealing with their loved ones who have major depression? Okay. Um, before Todd got hurt, I really wanted to help people, but he was always my source of strength. Mm -hmm. After he got hurt, I had to rely on God because Todd wasn't there for me. So right there's my answer. God is my source of strength and he should have been all along. Right, right, yeah. And then the other thing is when we sold our two homes, mm -hmm. money and status was always my, my thing. You know, we had a 5,000 square foot home on 27 acres in Pennsylvania and that was me, that was, part of me. And when we sold that, you know, um, the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. now, I'm not saying, I mean, I like having money. Money can bring you happiness, but if you're depressed, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or not, it right. does not bring happiness. But because I, I didn't have all that stuff, I had to seek God and God was all I had. Yes. And God, God is enough. God yeah. is enough. And see, you know what? Um, one thing I can say this here, this doesn't have anything to do with the, um, um, depression, but I can say this. Um, when me and my husband, we was in a small town and um, then we went to, uh, came to Texas and then we went to Georgia and we're now we're living in Texas again, you know, and um uh, it's just been a blessing just to be exposed and, you know, being there for our children, our grandchildren and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. But the lesson that I could say that I've learned out of that, um, out of the travels and the moving around, 
is that you hold things loosely. When you hold things loosely in life, you know, you know it's not about things that identify you. Mm. And God has a way that he makes it so that you just learn to lean and depend on him. And that's what he wants us to do. That's what he Amen. wants us to do. So, Melissa, um, uh, before uh, we close, I want to ask you this. Um, what do you have in place, okay, for people that, you know, they're on medication, they, um, you know, they want to learn more about depression and, you know, uh, because, you know, a lot of people don't talk about this here, you know, and so it's a lot of people, they just, they don't talk about it. And like you said, you had a mask on and you learned and how to deal with it. But do you have any resources that you have that a person can take part to have it as a support system? Yes, I have a Zoom. Um, well, actually, it's, uh, what is today, Wednesday? I have a Zoom on Thursday nights. It's called Dream Releasers. And it's just going to be a time of uh, hope, uh, encouragement, and um, prayer. Um, it's 8 p.m. Eastern time for right now. It's going to be every week. Oh, and cool. it's just a time of fellowship so that we can get together and meet each other and support each other and get to know each other. And um, I'm going to try and I want to start a, a YouTube channel and a podcast, but I have a, um, a website, Hope for Today. Okay. And I'll the put reason that information it's in there, I'll put it all in there too when you give it to me. Yeah. And I do a blog every day um, when I'm doing my devotions in the morning. But the reason it's called Hope for Today is because God gives us mercy for every day, new mercies every morning. And don't worry about the past or the future. Just live for today because God will give you the grace for today. You know, you get overwhelmed thinking about, well, I need to be doing this. I need to be doing, you know, in the future. But if you're suffering with depression, that overwhelms you. And just seek God for today and have him help you. Like seek him for the purpose that he has called you. If you're still here, God has a purpose for your life. That's and right. that's how, you know, I tried to take my life in 2003 and God spared my life. And even in January, I laid in bed and I thought, God, I know you still have me here for a reason. With all the traveling that Todd and I do, you could have taken our lives at any time, but you that's didn't. Right. That's right. So show me what it is you want me to do. So I'm not exactly sure how this is all going to unfold. I just know that I want to help the hurting and I want to be there to be a support for those that don't have an avenue to, because it's expensive. It's expensive to have counseling and um, all that stuff. Well, and additional and, resources is something that is really valuable to a family or for people that's going through. But, um, Always remember this too, um, Melissa, um, a person who they will listen more to another person who has been through, who can really Amen. be them. That's why veterans, they stick together, you know, um, people who are, you know, going through different things. Um, but one thing I can say, um, just in my group, when you join my group, the less stress um, to success, we all have stress each and every day. We really do, you know, and the coming together for the women to come together um, to be able to know it might be in, um, you know, in different areas and everything like that. But what you're doing right now, believe me, 
this was already laid out. This was already mm -hmm. laid out for a time like this. Girl, he kept you and your husband and your children. I'm telling you. So just keep praising him. Keep doing what you're doing. You. And like you're seeking him, Melissa, he's going to start unfolding and just um, showing mm -hmm. you bit by bit, you know, but stay connected with people that are, you know, uh, yes. Can yeah. I say one other thing? Yeah. When you were talking about the, the love of our children, um, you know, that's such a great love. And one thing, uh, Rebecca, the girl, um, the director or the counselor from Hope for Depression, she would say, you know, the way you talk about your children and how you radiate and how you would do anything for them, that's the unconditional love that God has for us. Yeah. And, you know, I never truly, because I didn't love myself, in that way, I never received God's unconditional love. And I do now. Mm -hmm. So that, yes. And that is, that is key to really realize how much God loves us, even though, you know, we're suffering with this bipolar or depression or ADHD or whatever anxiety or whatever. God loves us. Just try and seek him and, try and join hands with other people that are um, trying to reach out and help you. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. And um, one thing, um, because I know um, that um, the audio has stopped for a moment. What is the importance of forgiving people? Because I'm always, I, for some reason, I can't hold nothing where I'm mad at nobody or whatever. And sometimes it's a strange to see people that they just can't forgive or whatever. But what did you say it did to you? When mm. you the first night of Hope for Depression, um, June of 2020, um, I was in a very black hole. And she talked about um, forgiveness and how that stems a lot of the depression. And um, even if you don't, ask the other people for forgiveness you need to forgive yourself and ask god to forgive you for um the things that you are harboring against them because they're living their lives and they could care less whether or not you feel bitter towards them or not and you're harboring all this unforgiveness in you and it's just making you you know depressed and so just I know. I mean, we've been wrong so much, but just try and allow God to help you forgive those people. Not that you have to go to them and ask them for their forgiveness. I don't believe that. Right. But um, just ask God to help you to forgive them for right. what they did to you. Right. And it's going to release some of that depression. And um, one thing, and I'm going to say this before we go, um, it's one thing about it. And like you said, no matter what kind of um, challenge that you do have or because um, we all have rain in our homes and if it hasn't rained yet, just keep on living because it's going to rain. And um, one thing I can say is this. Um, we're only passing through here. This Amen. is really, my daddy told me this is a this is a dressing room. This is what this here is. It's a dressing room. And um, um, it's preparing us. This here, we're only here for just a moment. We're going to spend eternity. And that's why I want people to realize, and that's the reason why I'm having this podcast, for people to realize that, listen, I'm living now. This is my dash that I'm living in, okay? It might be all kind of different things that's happening. However, 
Where am I going to spend eternity? Amen. Amen. None of this stuff is no matter what. So listen, I just want you to know you are such a blessing. And people, oh, so are people, you. Thank you. People, get ready, get ready. And for those of you <laughs> who are interested in um, being a part of um, Melissa's support group for um, depression, uh, you need some kind of help or just, you know, just to open up your eyes a little bit more and um, help you to deal with what you're dealing with. Um, the information is going to be on the YouTube um, down there, the information and everything, and also on my podcast. So please share it with others. And yeah. whatever you got out of this, you know, um, that was for you to get that. Okay. Amen. And I'm going to do some one-on-one coaching too. So that's um, going to be offered um, also. And just remember too that um, if sometimes it has to get, sometimes your breakthrough is right around the corner you just have to hang on and believe that it's right there do you know what i mean yeah, yes and sometimes deliverance can be ugly but the main thing it is you got delivered that's all that and you means. have to and stand in faith and just stand, stand in faith, in faith. yes okay melissa thank you dear you and your husband your children be blessed and um, we're gonna we're gonna get together. We're gonna get together. You know, we're gonna help promote, um, you know, your um, your Zoom um, support group and everything like that. So thank you. Greater days are greater days are on the way. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. Okay. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right, dear. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. We we are. Okay, my podcast family, as you heard our guest, Melissa Liggett, talk about her her personal challenges with um, major depression and um, bipolar um, episodes. And like she said, she's going to be writing a book and it's going to really talk about the journey. Um, she went through a whole lot. And, you know, sometimes God will use our troubles so that we can be able to bless other people because people will listen to people that have been through similar um, situations. I will always have that information um, below on the um, on our podcast listing as well as the YouTube video. So feel free just to pass this information on um, so others can have some kind of added support, you know, and, be, you know, just talk with others and just always realize that there is hope. And that's what Melissa wants everyone to know. Um, God trusts her with this trouble because he knew that she would use that test as a testimony, that mess as a message. We all have one. We all have a story. But listen, I just want to thank you all for listening. May you and yours be blessed. Until next time. Thanks.